Blog Talk Radio. This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. Howdy, 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 everyone, and welcome to another live edition of One-on-One with Jasper Cole. This would be your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and once again, for the past four months, I am gladly and proudly coming to you quarantine in beautiful Palm Springs, California, where today it was only a balmy, I think, 90 degrees, so uh, hooray for us. We've been having like 111 degree weather, so nice little nice little change of weather. Um but please go to social media. We'd love to have you follow us on uh, Facebook. It's one-on-one with Jasper Cole or Jasper Cole. I have my own page as well. Twitter and Instagram, Jasper Cole says, S-A-Y-S. And you can go to jaspercole.com. There's a link for the show that has all the past uh, episodes. We are on iTunes and Spricker and iHeartRadio and Spotify. And I don't know what else. We're on everything. Also tonight, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, you will you will hear last week's live episode. Uh, it will be Kira Reed Lorsch over on BS Podcast Network. So you know if you missed us here last week, go there in an hour and check her out. She's amazing. So um, it's been a crazy crazy week for me. Um, I've been through some traumatic events, but you know what? The sun is up, and I am back at them and ready to go. So without further ado, I want to bring on my trusted co-host, Mr. Ralph Cole, Jr. I've got yeah. one night only, one night one only. Night only. Come on, baby, come on. One night only. Night only. Jasper, hello. Ralph, and hello, planet. I am fabulous. I want to begin the show with asking you, let's play a little game. Who uh-huh. had the most interesting week since our last <laughs> show? Well, we're Go. finding out that, you know, well, it seems to be from Thursday to Thursday it's never boring, is it? Between oh you know, Black Lives Matter and 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 COVID and and the earthquake COVID. that w- the earthquake uh, that we had in Windsor Hills, you know, and and not to mention every other place that seems to be having one every three seconds, you know. <laughs> I know it's just like one crazy event after the other, but uh, you know, let's just go and get the elephant out of the room. I just want to share. Um, and thank you, Ralph, for all your love and support and your beautiful flowers. And I just want to say, first of all, thanks to so many, I will say thousands, because I got at least 5,000 Facebook messages from supporters all over the, the world. Um, what happened was last Friday night, around 11 p.m., I was on one of my usual walks uh with my iPhone, I was talking to my business partner and my dear friend and our producer, J.R. Rosenberg. I was here in um, Old Las Palmas and Palm Springs, and I was walking, and I had my cell phone light on. And basically, I was just talking, and I always feel very safe here, maybe misleadingly. I guess you're not safe 
anywhere. But um, a, a car passed me, and they slowed down and rolled down the window. And I thought they were going to ask me for directions, but instead they just continued to roll past me. And uh, suddenly I turned around, and they threw the car into park. They cut the headlights off. The passenger guy gets out, and he starts running at me, telling me to give me give him my fucking wallet. I tell him I don't have a wallet. All of a sudden the driver jumps out. He's a big guy, six foot two. He's brandishing a, he's brandishing a a gun and he presses up to my eyeball and tells me, give the wallet. I don't have it. He tells me to empty my pockets while I'm doing that. The other guy proceeds to bust me in the face with what we think now is either a butt of another gun or a baseball bat. And meanwhile, Jr is thankfully or or not thankfully on his part. He had to hear all of this happening on the other end, but he, I fell to the ground backwards, hit my head, um, cell phone phone flew and the passenger grabbed it. I scrambled to my feet and turned my back to run and just prepared to die basically because I just assumed he would shoot me in the back and thankfully he did not. And when I look back, the car lights were coming back on and they were, doing a U-turn and heading away from me. And I had to run four blocks home and I had blood pooling in my mouth and I wasn't sure how much, how badly injured I was. And it's not funny, but in, you know, the funny part was I said to Jr. call Dennis and call 911, but Jr. lives in Portland, first of all. Second of all, he didn't have Dennis's cell phone number. So he, uh, he texted, Denise Boutet, who was in Louisiana eating potato chips at 1.15 in the morning, as she says. And she gets this text from JR that basically said, please give me Dennis's number. I think Jasper's been mugged and killed. And then she calls Dennis, and I fell through the door, called 911, and then three hours of police interrogation happened. The good news is I survived. I'm I'm doing good physically. I'm healing. I, I want to apologize. My bottom lip, the inside of my mouth is extremely cut. So I know I have a lisp. Uh, I know I kind of slur right now. I'm trying to drink water as we talk. But other than the, the cracked tooth, which for those of you who, who follow my acting career or work with me, you know that many times they have to damage my teeth to look bad when I act. So at least this way I could maybe just leave the tooth. It's now turning black uh, as well. So I have one tooth that's, you know, black and probably looks like it's missing. But other than that, and I think I re-injured my neck from my surgery in December, some bumps and bruises. I will survive as Gloria Gaynor said before her career ended. (laughs) And, uh, I'm just so grateful and thankful for all your love and support. And for JR, I wanted to give a special, I just can't thank you enough. And I apologize to you, JR, that you had to be scared like that. But just knowing you were on the phone with me really helped me get through it. And to Denise Boutet for calling Dennis and for Dennis and for the Palm Springs police for getting here quickly. And Ralph, for your love and support and Dara Zane, for your flowers and I could just go on and on. And, um, and so, yeah, so what, what I want to say to people is, you know, we, we get a false sense of security um, sometimes in our neighborhoods and, you know, after living 33 years in LA, never had a car break in, never had 
a, a mugging. I was never attacked, thank God, anything. You know, when I'm in Palm Springs, I I always feel safe. And I do want to say, I know this was a random act. I know we're in such horrible times right now. You know, I'm sure these guys are desperate. You know, in, in a strange way, it's like if you had just, you know, said you needed my phone, I would have given it to you. You didn't have to pull a gun. You didn't have to hit me in the face. You didn't have to threaten my life. You didn't have to scare me to death. All of that could have been avoided. But now it's a it's a 211 felony armed robbery assault with a deadly weapon. So, you know, there are cameras at this corner, and um, there's a chance that they could look at the camera and find the, the uh, assailants. And I, I would have to prosecute them because they would have to be taught a lesson. Um, so anyway, that's that's what happened to me. How's your week been, Ralph? <laughs> well, <clears throat> Jasper, I want to thank you for sharing. One thing I'm very happy about are the different cycles I've discovered on our dishwasher that I had never oh used before. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I'm taking notes. Okay, because, you know, when Michael and I got cycles Uh-oh. or the one-hour cycle, we thought using the one-hour – hello? Yeah, you're there. You cut out hello? for a second. Oh. That's okay. Okay, can, can – is my voice still being heard? A bitch, it's being heard, and it's yeah. You just okay. If so you, if you if if you cut out one more time, we're gonna have to call in your understudy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I love it. actually, he's calling in at seven. So. Oh, my understudy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, we always thought the one-hour cycle was the more efficient cycle, but not so. The normal cycle, which is two hours and a half, is more water efficient. So those are the two cycles I've always used. But now that I've been in quarantine and discovering different things in my home and things that I use all the time, there's a cycle called sensor, which senses how dirty the shit is up in the dishwasher and mm-hmm. plans the water usage accordingly. And I'm loving that. And the new thing is <clears throat> I was so wasteful before I always rinsed our dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. We all seems do. So, it seems so moot and redundant because the dishwasher is going to do it. I mean, I, I know because if you leave, because the food can get stuck on there and then the dishwasher won't get it as clean. Exactly. And I always thought because the dishwasher uses such hot water, it would be a more sterile process. Well, I am now using Finnish dishwatering, dishwater, dish. Um, the, uh, oh, there went the uh, live read. I guess they're not going to be a sponsor. Okay. Did you want to um, take that off the demo reel, the voiceover yes, reel? Yeah, we'll, we'll edit it out in post. Can we edit that I, out? Because I, I, don't give, I don't give free advertising to products. Okay, so, yeah, well, let's just say a new, <laughs> a new dishwashing tablet came out that I've been hearing about in radio and TV commercials, and I thought, let me try it. It was such a strange feeling putting a dirty, unrinsed dish into the dishwasher. That bitch came out so clean, I could not believe it. It's like, what goes on in this dishwasher when I'm not looking? I had a lasagna platter. Like, I left everything baked on there and put it in the dishwasher, Jasper. It was spotless. 
when it came out. I'm well, like, the, oh. the exciting thing that I think we're all getting from this story is that you have really been locked in for way too long. So if, <laughs> if, if, if I was almost killed and mugged and that was my excitement and your excitement for the week is that you discovered a new dishwashing detergent, then I would say you might want to venture out. Not Don't get mugged, but you might want to venture out a little bit more <laughs> next week. <laughs> At least tell me that you found some new samples at Costco, bitch, or something. They don't exciting. do. They don't do samples at Costco anymore. Oh, but well then, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it, no. I am anything. Told, I I did venture outside, and you know, we had a barbecue that was erected in our backyard when we purchased the house. And I just 1973. Exactly, 1965. And oh. when my when my father was alive, I dismantled the barbecue because they're illegal now when you have trees overhead because of fire. Uh, problems. So I dismantled our barbecue brick by brick while my daddy watched sitting in his wheelchair. But I only dismantled it down to the concrete slab. So for the last 20 years, the concrete slab has just been in our backyard, and I've always wanted to dig it out. So I started digging it out. It's a very laborious task, and I'm having it all removed this Saturday. So that's the I, kind of life I'm having. You started mm -hmm. doing it, and then you realized you should just call somebody, right? Well, I yeah, I started trying to get rid of the concrete slab, and I thought this is ridiculous. Why risk hurting myself when I have to take care of Rose and hurt my back? And then I and would your have had a hip, your bad and hip my, that you have, and my hip exactly. And I'm like, rent a jackhammer and some steel toe boots. I was like, yeah, no, no, no I can't can be just... doing other. Yeah, so you have to be careful as you start getting older. You know, I still feel as young as ever. You know, yes, my hip hurts. They're better days than others, but at least mental, mentally and spiritually, I'm still very up and buoyant. But physically, my body is different. I'm a 62-year-old Negro black, man. Black <laughs> Negro man. Uh -huh. Negro man, and whose life matters. And so I needed to take pause and go, why risk hurting myself or uh, – <clears throat> decapitating my ankle when I can just hire somebody to do it. So those Isn't it decapitating when you cut your head off? Oh, is that only for the head? Okay. I'm asking. I didn't know you, I didn't know you had a head on your ankle, but well, no, I, I would get that checked well, out if I were you. Have, have somebody call. Are you sure it's not that, your twin? That's never can been your born? Can you? <laughs> oh my God! Well, we did. We did have the author of the Patty Duke uh, Aston book, Austin book, and she played her uh, cousin on a TV show. Mm -hmm. Her identical cousin, which I don't think genetically is possible, right? You can't have an identical cousin. You uh, can well, have I'm identical sure. sibling, but how did they get around that? Yeah, because with genetics, anything can happen. In 1963 so, yeah. or whatever time. In, that, in fact, if anybody, yeah. any of our five listeners listening, if you know, can you, if you could call us and explain how did the Patty Duke show get around the fact that they said she was an identical cousin. And mm, I don't mm. think that's genetically possible. The least of Patty Duke's worries was that her bipolarness probably was more important at that time. But mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. speaking of, speaking of uh, William, the author, um, we got word maybe that he's working on a documentary uh, as well about his 
his time with Patty Duke, which oh, I think would be interesting because he, you know, he, he filmed a lot of their interviews and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I think that would be fascinating to look Absolutely. at. I want to give a shout out, Ralph, to our Newman Thomas management client, our mutual friend, Mr. Jack Nathan Harding. He has a brand new music video called When Daddy Gets Home. And mm. it, it dropped today. If you go to YouTube and look for Jack Nathan Harding, H-A-R-D-I-N-G, his new single and video, When Daddy Gets Home, it's he, Jack does, he's a country music singer. He, he specializes in what he calls gay country music. Um, so that's his, little, his own specialty. He, he's amazing. And, you know, we had all, we had several gay pride events set up for him this summer. This was going to be Jack's first summer of performing at gay pride events. And of course, unfortunately, COVID came and knocked all those, those dates out. But the good news is people will want him to come when they finally do resume. Um, And that reminds me, happy gay pride month to everyone. It's the month is slipping by. Can you believe it's almost July 1st, Ralph? We are six, six months into uh, 2020, and it's just been a shit show. Totally. Right, absolutely. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. And it continues. I know. It continues. But I wanted to say we've got two great guests coming on today. Our first guest is going to be calling in shortly, all the way calling from across the pond in London, mm. England, is actress-producer Celeste Siana, and she plays Tamara Garrett on the hit show The Bay on Amazon Prime. And we've been so blessed to have these amazing, uh, the creator, Gregory Martin, we've, she is the sister to Christos Andrews oh, that we've great. had on the show. And then we've had Jackie Zeman. We've had um, Jade Harlow. And a week ago tonight, it was the ISA Awards, and Celeste was nominated. And Yay. I want to give a big, big shout out to my Bronx SIU family because we took on Best Drama Ensemble. We were so oh, shocked and so congratulations. excited. Congratulations. So, oh, it is so well-deserved, you guys. Thank you, Ralph. I want to give a shout-out to Dan Garcia, Mike Mayhall, Shanti Lowry, Brian White, Denise Boutet, J.R. Rosenberg, all the actors, all the crew, everybody that works on – everyone at UMC, Brett, um, everybody, you know who you are. Um, season three will start shooting soon. And then Ralph and I and Denise and JR, we are involved in a new project that we're getting ready to start. Um, that's also going to be with Dan Garcia. And we, can, we can't talk about the details yet, but let's just say Ralph and I will be on camera together. This will be our first actual acting together other than being on camera for our, our radio shows. But um, we have two. We each have great characters in this new comedy, and we're doing the pilot plus six episodes, and that's all we can tell you right now. But we're mm. excited, and it's yes, gonna be absolutely. Fun. Yeah, and um, just you know, we we have to always talk about the current situation. Unfortunately, the COVID cases are spiking all over the country. California cases are way up. Texas is ninety-seven in Houston. Ninety-seven percent of their hospital ICU beds are full again. Uh, Oregon of all states, which was doing so good, is way up. Florida is just the worst ever. Um, unfortunately, I think 
we we open too early. I think a lot of these states open too early. And it's not just opening too early. It's people are not wearing their fucking mask. You know, Ralph, I don't know why it's so hard for people to just wear a mask. It's really not that difficult. I know. It's very sad. I, <clears throat> I won't even <clears> – <throat> deluge you with all my opinions about that because we've talked about that ad nauseum but everything you said is absolutely right just put on the mask and like the governor said it's all very inconvenient but Mm -hmm. this is what we have to do to survive i just wish people would adhere to that this is why i know different cycles on my dishwasher because i stay the fuck at home until (laughs) this all subsides to a level where I can feel comfortable going out and hugging somebody or anything. You know, the the thought of like, oh, yeah, we got to go to um, Red Lobster on Friday night. It's like, please. Yeah, I I mean, the fact that people are – I've just – look, I've decided I'm not going to judge people for what they're doing. I'm just saying I'm going to – look, it's up to me to protect myself, so I'm going to wear the mask. I'll probably wear the gloves at times. I mean, I get it, but it would just be nice if people would just, if they're going to go out to these places, you know, at least wear your mask. I don't even, I don't even get the whole thing about taking your mask off to eat. I understand you have to do that, but as far as I'm concerned, once you've taken your mask off, your, your saliva, your droplets are going out of your mouth when you're eating. It doesn't matter how far away somebody is from you. I just think it's really selfish and it's proof the proof is in the pudding now that you know it's not working the 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 reopening well and the other thing is they're not going to shut the government down again so this is just going to be the way it is and we're going to have to deal with it um and i guess you know i guess more people are going to have to sadly die and you know that's going to be it we're not we're not in a second wave we haven't even gotten through the first wave Mm. Um, and lastly, I want to say, G- Governor Cuomo, kudos to him in New York because you know they were the worst in the nation, and now they're they have the lowest number of cases, and the, he has shut down basically the borders of New York. And when you fly, if you fly into New York from anywhere outside, you're going to be tested, you're going to be quarantined. If they see out-of-state plates, they're going to pull you over. Um, you're you're open to be questioned at any time about where you've been. And I think that that's what we have to do to keep us all, you know, all safe. But listen, we're going to move on because I think we are very lucky. I think our mm. is uh, joining us from over the pond. Like I said, she's an, she is an Emmy winning producer. She's an actress. She's an ISA nominee from last week. She is an amazing person. She's the sister, I, as I said, of our friend and wonderful actor, Christos Andrews. I, let's just bring her on now and say hello to Celeste Fiana. Hi, my dear. Hi. Welcome <laughs> Hi, aboard. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hey, oh, Celeste. This- welcome. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Yes, and I am across the pond. I'm in London at the moment. Very oh, excited to get back into L.A. next week. <laughs> oh, I know. This is Jasper, and that's Ralph, my co-host. I know um, Jr. our producer, told us that you have, you've been there a few months, right? Yes, I've been here four months now. Um, I arrived right as everything, like, started to start talking about shutting down, and I was here for work, and I was like, oh, my gosh, 
what do I do? Uh, do I fly back? And it was this whole fiasco. And then I was just like, oh, I'm just going to risk it and kind of like stay out here because I had uh, unfinished business. So, um, yeah, I just ended up staying the entire pandemic. <laughs> and well, how, so how, how did the, oh, go on. I was just going to say, how are things hap- uh, Are things pretty much under control there or are the cases going down? I believe they've started to go down um, here. It's, things are starting to open up. It's funny because I'm leaving right in time for <laughs> for things right. really properly opening up. <laughs> yes, I think it was July 4th is when they allow things to like really kind of kick back into action. So it's been a lot of um, park exploring and walks <laughs> and nature. <laughs> right. Wow. And finding now, Celeste, things to do around the house. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Celeste, when you found out that you had to stay in London, how did that affect all your effects in your life here in the States? Um, well, you know, because everything shut down, it was relatively um, easier to be here. Um, There has been quite a lot of late nights, and Mm -hmm. um, I've just kind of gotten Mm -hmm. used to the schedule, you know. I see. Um, So... Well, now you're you're a producer on the Bay. Everyone knows that you're wonderful playing Tamara Garrett. Are you coming back to gear oh, up for shoot for, for for shooting in a couple of weeks or uh, next month? Yep, yep, yep. I'm uh, I'm headed back for that and a few other things. So it's really really exciting. I know myself and the whole team. We just love being on set. Um, it's our happy place by far. Um, we get we really love diving back into our characters. Um, you know, I did, we're just, we're all very, very excited. Um, I know this, well, this upcoming season, my, my character has some, some pretty good stuff. So I'm, uh, I'm really giddy about that. And, oh, great. Celeste. That'll be so exciting. <laughs> I can understand your excitement. It's like knowing that you're, you're, you have a new journey that will get to continue. And you said it the best. I love that you guys all have such a great camaraderie and that you'll be living together and working together again and, and just finding new things with your character with this new pandemic in your psyche. Yeah. 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 I think uh, we might even be writing the mask into parts of the script. script. Gregory's working oh. on the script now. Um, I believe we brought in another couple writers, which I'm really excited to to see uh, see these scripts. I'm not you guys are one of the first productions i mean it's 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 great you know the bold and beautiful they went back last tuesday but apparently three crew members tested positive so that had to be shut down but i'm i'm watching with 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 um excitement and also just watching you guys because you're i know everything's going to go great but you're one of the first shows that I know that is like going going back and dealing with all the guidelines and that stuff. So um I know you're in a safe place where you're going and it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. So congratulations on the Bay on, on Laney Entertainment and also congrats on your real estate career because I know you're also a, a realtor and that's a that can be a twenty four hour a day job as well. Oh, thank you. Yes, um, yeah, I've been uh, been on like uh, the development side of things for uh, for quite a few years of my life now. So uh, 
So it's it's uh, I I love the two industries together. They really for me they go very very nicely um, hand in hand. Um, so um, yeah, it's, uh, it's well great. in a way in a way in a way producing and acting as is it's when you're selling real estate you know you're selling you're kind of you kind of have to be a character in a way. Um, there are all these shows like a million dollar listing and selling sunset on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that show. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so many, a lot of actresses, and I, I think one of the actresses on Selling Sunset is from a, one of the soaps. I, I forget which one, but she's kind of, um, oh, okay. yeah, she's kind of gone from the scripted side over to the unscripted. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it was because. Um, because I've done quite a few flips in my life, and I was like, God, maybe I should document some of the stuff mm. that I go through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> dealing, dealing with everybody from the contractors yeah. all the way down, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It's like, I should start archiving these Instagram posts, I think. It sounds like it could be yeah. a good little story. I love that, Celeste. Right. I'd like, <clears throat> Celeste, I wanted to ask you, with all your enthusiasm about uh, coming back home and uh, and returning to set, do you have any apprehension about working under the new protocols? Um, gosh, I'm you know I'm totally I, I'm just so excited to get back onto set. I'll wear a mask all the time, no problem. Um, I'm. I I know that we have we're following all of the guidelines and um, you know everyone's getting tested and and every we're doing everything really well so I'm not worried about um, you know I, I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a, a very very safe set so that's Excellent. not really a, yeah such a concern for me but it, it, I think we will all be in masks all the time so I was like kind of chuckling when uh, when when it, it it seems like there might be a, you know, and a couple of scenes and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, kind of documents of the time. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, well, maybe out. Tamara is just wearing like um, a facial mask like you do when you're trying to get, you know, your skin really smooth, you know. <laughs> except oh, right, except yeah. she puts it over her mouth, you know. Instead. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it'll be my character particularly. I don't know a lot yet. So, but um, but I know maybe one or two of the characters might have have that worked in well um, i love yeah. it well, well celeste i'm sure gregory is listening to the show or will listen to it so we just put oh, that little lovely. bug into his ears celeste. <laughs> <laughs> that's right well i wanted to tell you congrats on your isa nomination it was i it was great to see you on the on the zoom i thought i thought they did a really great job on the zoom show last thursday considering you know considering everything all the technical things that could happen. Totally. Yeah, that was really nice. Thank you so much for the congratulations. Yeah, we got quite a few nominations. I got um, nominated for Best Supporting Actress amongst um, several others for uh, a place called Hollywood and the Bay, which was amazing. Yes. Um, we got a great recognition. Um, and the the show was, it was really, really nice. Um, I did a presentation I think I saw it glitching. I was like, "No, internet, stop!" <laughs> no, I saw you. I was there. We were. I because I introduced our show later on, but I got to see you, and it, you came through really clear, considering you were, you know, in all the way across the pond. So, 
Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, because I know I was like, just. Well, it's kind of. It was kind of weird. It was very weird because we we don't. When we started to talk, we weren't sure if we were on or not. You know, it's this kind of bizarre feeling. You're just kind of talking into the into the the air, kind of. Um, but tell it so. So a place called Hollywood playing Lily too. How how different are these characters, Tamara and Lily? Or I guess in some ways, are they alike, or would you say totally different? Oh, I think I mean they're hmm. they're definitely <laughs> very different. Um, yeah, um, definitely. So I really love. Lily's Lily's character because uh, she's southern, so I get to put on a southern accent. Um, and Tamara's like more of a troublemaker, causing mm-hmm. causing ruckus all over the place. So, see what kind of trouble the season brings. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. No, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a sweet southern southern girl, and uh, in a place called Hollywood. But I, it's, it's both equally enjoyable. The two characters they are quite different. Well, I'm I'm born and raised in Georgia, so I'm really tough on the accents, oh. and I have to tell you, you did a really good job. But I've I I know you're oh, thank you. you have you're English and American, but I find that English actors do really well with the Southern accent anyway. I think there's a similar lilt to the accent, although you don't have I don't hear an English accent at all with you, but um but your Southern accent's really good as uh, Lily. Oh, thank you. Yeah, English accents aren't very hard for me to, to do, but um, but yeah, no, my my SoCal accent is the one that I I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really I really like the uh, the southern one. It didn't come hard at all. That was quite easy. Yeah, um, it, it's kind of I find that it's easier to do as well. So um, we you've got. Have you have, do you have the acting bug now for sure? Like you want to keep doing this, I'm sure, and keep pursuing other film and other television stuff, and keep this career going. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's kind of just getting kicked kicked off now, like getting started. So um, I love it. I, you know, I've obviously been, I've been doing it for many years. Um, yeah. But it's just it's it's just so fun and fulfilling and satisfying. Um, and it, what people, people always ask me, people always want to know what does the producer do? And that's like a, I mean, that's like a $9 million question, right? Because there's so many different types of producers and everyone right. does something different. But I mean, you know, because you guys work so closely, you and Gregory, it's like a family, a true family affair, but I guess you just all you all pitch in in different ways. Yeah, it's um, it's really it's really a, a a great team. I mean, we all are like family when we're on set. Everyone gets to know each other so well, and we all care about our, each other. And of course, you know, Gregory and Chris those are like my they're my brothers. And of course, Chris is my blood brother. But literally, Gregory's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Gregory's nothing short of a brother to me at all. Like now, so it's. And Wendy, I love her. It's just there's, I really love the whole Bay family. And then of course, if we work on another project, we, you know, we take that we, cause, because we're in such a good groove with things, we generally find that we kind of keep a lot of the same crew and, and mm-hmm. a lot of the same stuff, and we just work yeah. really well together. So 
Um, well, that's so so it's important. Really great. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the producer, but the producer hat. I mean, it's it's a wide range of we got to make this happen, and you got to do what we got to do to, to, to the show right. must go on. So, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a strong production every day. So it's um, it's great. And it's really and you got to do it a lot of times like fast and quick and you know, still make it look great and not a lot of takes. And I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know how you feel, but, and Ralph, you can chime in as an actor. I tend to not like doing tons of takes. I, I tend to, I'm, I'm sort of better in the first one or two takes. And then I think I get worse after that. Some actors love a lot of takes. So when I work on projects where just financially, we can't afford to do a lot of takes. That's fine with me. I'm, I like that. How, how, how do you feel about it? Oh, nice. Um, you know, I, I, I always, you know, I've become so um, trusting and working with with Gregory as a director, um, and of course, you know, my brother. He's always always right there helping with everything. So I just I take their word for it. Like when it's something is good, generally I find it might take me um, a couple times to like really get into the groove of it. But sometimes it happens pretty quickly. So. Um, you know, if it's a really intense scene, right, be a little bit of warm, you know, a couple of takes, but um, but it's great because you know you, you find new angles or new um things to do. Of course, there's always some different, like like a little bit of direction here and there. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I've I have done um like I shot a film in the past um over in uh, New Mexico and, and I had to do this really long scene and um this is a different production and. They uh, and I only got one take, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was like this really long scene, and I was like walking around this whole room and this whole area, and I'm like, "I don't think I did a good job." And they're like, "You did great." I love it to let you all like I don't really think I did. One Moving on. Moving on. on. Yeah. <laughs> camera set up, and you're like, "But, but, but." <laughs> like, oh right. <laughs> I know that's yeah. that's tough. You just have to, that's when you just have to trust that, you know, they, they got it and they, they're going to, if yeah. not, they're going to fix it in the editing room or something. But, um, but you know, in yeah. that case, in that particular scenario, Celeste, maybe it was good you did it in one take because if it's that long a scene for them to go like, okay, Celeste, that was good. Back to one, you know, then you regroup <laughs> yourself again and it's like, ah, oh, shit, here comes another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, but maybe yeah, one um, at least one other take at it, right? Just one more swing at it, yeah. Just to give, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Moving on. After you see how successful that scene turns out in the future, now on the bay, Gregory and Christos are going to be like, "What happened to her?" When they go, "Well, look, Celeste, you want to do it again?" And you're like, "No, I'm good. Moving on." <laughs> do, do Celeste? Do you guys do usually like a at least like a camera run through a rehearsal before? Yeah. 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 Well, we mm-hmm. always we pretty much always do our camera rehearsal. Sometimes, um, you know, based on the nature of the scene, sometimes we'll actually film the camera rehearsal just to just to see. Because sometimes they just like really get it. I um, like that too. I like when you film the yeah. rehearsal. Yeah. Well, in a yeah. way that 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 way you know you at least have another take. You know, at least they have the rehearsal. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And well, and also yeah. I find do you do you guys have time to get together on your own and run scenes? It just depends on the timing, I guess. Of of oh yeah if you see, yeah. And yeah, then I yeah, think always... I think coming I think coming up you're going to be limited to the number of people in a scene, right? So you're probably going to shoot more like two or three at the most, or more not more than four people in a scene, or something like that. So it'll probably be I believe a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Gregory had told us when he was on the show that. <laughs> you you get to shoot at this beautiful ranch up above Santa Barbara. So that's going to be great that everyone can be sort of, you know, together and it's a beautiful place. So at least you're not like in some hotel, you know what I mean? You're not like at some yeah. hotel on the side of the road somewhere. So at least you're all in a beautiful setting. Yeah, it's a, it is really beautiful up there. Um, it's, it's it's really um, it's really great, you know, for production too, because it's such a such a like a a big space that's within all of the different um, you know places and uh, places to film. You can pretty much capture and build sets of like whatever you really mm-hmm. um, mapped out properly and everything. So it's, I'm really excited to be going up there and um, you know having having production just, you know, like in, in one kind of space. Cause we do in a lot of moving around, which, which, yeah, which is great for like, kind of be, keep, keep it all in one place. Up. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. some of the yeah. seasons yeah. you guys had a lot of, you had a lot of courtroom stuff um, back in other seasons. Did you, did you guys build the courtroom or was that an actual, you guys shot in a, a building and, or you just did you build that um, somewhere else? No, we actually went into into real courtrooms. Uh, we rented out court halls and uh, went in there and did the real thing. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's I think what we I might thought. have built one of them last mm-hmm. season. I'm not certain. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we did. Yeah, but we yeah. built that quite quite often for uh, for the different shows. Well, listen, growing up, I, I asked, I asked uh, Christos this as well. I mean, did you, was acting something that you had thought about doing, but just had not gotten, I mean, you got so busy with life, but had you always had an affinity and a love for the arts and that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've, uh, when did I, I think I started taking acting classes when I was like 11 or 12. Um, and Chris oh, wow. and I were in, in acting classes together. Yeah, yeah, our mother um, put us in acting classes, and uh, and we loved them. Him and I would get so excited to go to these classes, and you know, <laughs> kind of continued on a little bit. Um, and um, yeah, and just really, we um, you know, I went to some acting school when I was um, I think eighteen to twenty. Okay, like that, a couple of years. Yeah, it was very intensive though. So um, I just I know I just know I really enjoyed it. Really liked it. Well, you you yeah. and Christos and Ralph all grew up in Los Angeles more or less. I mean, I know you were back and forth um, to London. See, I I came from Georgia, so I've always find I always find it fascinating, like what it must be like to grow up in the city of you know where all the work is happening. Um, in Los Angeles, uh-huh. around the in, around the industry, for me that because we, 
you know, I had to wait till I was like 23 to come here. But for you guys all growing up here, it's strange. You don't meet a lot of native Los Angelinians, but um, it seems like we all come here from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was, um, it's, it's kind of cool being um, from L.A., you know, mm-hmm. it's not, uh, you don't meet too many people actually uh, from L.A., but, uh, but yeah, was, we grew up in the, in the hub of it, really. Um, my mother was very and she was English, of course, so mm-hmm. we'd come over um, and spend the summers in England, um, and uh, yeah, so she was just always very encouraging of um, anything creative we wanted to do, so acting was definitely in that creative part. Oh, great. What so, part of yeah. LA did you grow up in, <laughs> Celeste? Um, well, it's funny because Chris does says we, he, he, he likes to say we, we grew up in Santa Monica. I like to say we grew up in Venice because we actually grew up right on the border. I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's <was laughs> technically Santa Monica, so he's correct. But um, it was so close to Venice that it's... Um, well, no, just no, say we really just say beachfront, darling. You, we grew up on yeah, the beachfront. Yeah, I yeah. the beach, so, <laughs> so we're, beach, we're beach babies. <laughs> I love it. Well, you yeah. know, Venice. I mean, they're they're such different vibes, you know, because Venice has always has that artistic, funky, cool. I mean, now I know it's changed so much because it's become like, you know, Silicon. What do they call it? Silicon Beach. Um, because yeah. of all the tech, tech companies, but back in the day, I mean, it was always known for the artist and the uh, all the stuff happening on the on the boardwalk. And but then you have the beautiful canals, you know, with all the beautiful houses around that area too, yeah. which I love. Yeah, yeah, the whole area is really totally turned turned around to um, become something really nice, you know. So um, yeah, Silicon Beach. That's great. <laughs> I can't wait to get, to get back to the beach. <laughs> I know, right? How 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 has the weather been there? Are you guys having summer weather? Yes, today it was really hot. Um, I think it was oh, it was over ninety for sure. So. Um, oh wow! And humid so, also. Yeah. It has a little humidity. Yeah. It it does have humidity. Yeah, it's more humid than um, than LA. So how's your hair? Um, but yeah. <laughs> how's your hair in the humidity? <laughs> Let's talk about the yeah, serious okay. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being able to do it again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whole new, whole new life with this pandemic, you know? My nails, hair. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you traveling? Are you going to be traveling by yourself back? Oh, good. Okay, good. You'll have. Yeah. Well, do, do you, I mean, did you find like a lot of us in, in a way, though, it's been it's been quality time. I mean, you don't have a choice, but I mean, you really, I say to people, you really either find out that you really like someone or you don't. So obviously, you know, couples are forced to kind of, you know, really see if they can be together during this time because we can't be, we weren't just distracted by other things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's really, yeah, you really get to know someone. So actually we've been all right. Yeah. We've, uh, it's been fine, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I think you weathered the yeah. test, I'm sure. Yeah, well, everything's listen, good. Yeah. Celeste, <laughs> Celeste, do you and your boyfriend have a dishwasher? Oh, we my do. God. Yeah. 
Well, I recommend for fun when you get back to try some different cycles that you might not have uh, used before. Well, uh, Celeste, so just, Celeste, Ralph is referencing the fact that we were into a very serious discussion in the opening of the show. And then when I asked him how his week went, he proceeded to tell me how excited he was to have a new dish washing detergent. So clearly Ralph has been quarantined for way too long. I think. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> Celeste, you know, you're so delightful. I know the feeling. <laughs> I love laughing right. with you because oh, thank you for saying that. It's just like it's the little things, Celeste. It's the little things <laughs> yeah. in life that make us the whole happy. Obviously, new perspective on life. <laughs> oh God, right. yeah. No, oh, tell us, tell us your the last name Fiona. That's such a beautiful. Is that your? Is that perhaps your middle name as well, or is that? What's the history with? Yeah, Fiona. is my middle name, so I like to I I use that because my my I love name it. is quite long. <laughs> yeah, you. no, I love your yeah. name. I had to I had to make sure I had to make sure I knew how to pronounce it. I'm sure people butcher it. Uh, Fiona, <laughs> Fiona. You yeah. know, Fifi yeah, yeah. Foana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful name. Well, I mean, um, you it, know, it rolls yeah. off the tongue so well, Celeste, Celestiana, Celestiana. Yeah. Say it a few times. It's fun. Celestiana, Celestiana. That's right. It's a name. <laughs> it's a name you see on the marquee very well. Very yes. well. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And you look great on a red carpet. So it's it, it, uh, the you. whole package is working very nicely, Celeste. Yeah. What do you think? Thank How do you, you feel so about so the sweet. whole um, the whole part of the business where you have to do the 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 fashion and the stylist and the red carpets? Or are you is that something you like, or you know it's just a part of the job? I, I like it actually. I do like it. I like my fashion. Um, I like getting all done up and ready and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with that part. <laughs> Sometimes you it's can, like, oh my god, I have to be there in 45 minutes, and I'm not like just <laughs> ran in the door home, and you know it's 30 minutes away, and then it, then it gets stressful. But um, I like it when I have a little bit of time and we can prepare. Well, I think I think I think one of the things you got to you missed while you were gone is you you didn't get to see L.A. with no traffic, you know because. The while you were gone right. during the quarantine, L.A. was like a ghost town. But I, I've, I'm in Palm Springs, but I know from Ralph, and I've been back once. But I think Ralph, isn't it now starting to get a little back, a little busier, back to normal? Um, yeah, from what I can see, because I'm always at home, so I always, I only leave to go to the grocery market. So, <clears throat> but when I'm in traffic, it's as though it's like always. So right. But apparently the first three, you know, this past three months, there were times when people would just say, oh, my God, you can get from, you know, Santa Monica to Hollywood in 15 minutes or something like that. Well, I so. actually wanted to see what the freeway was like, but, you know, there was no reason for me to drive to do that. But the thing is, I've seen the 405 freeway empty. Like <clears throat> when you're on it at three in the morning, it's empty. Well, sure. So, yeah. You know, so I've actually seen what it's like. I always am wondering, where do all these people go? <laughs> you know, when the, freeway right. is, when the freeway is empty like that. <laughs> but, you know, during the quarantine, Celeste, there was no reason for me to drive to go look at the freeway. You know, I thought, right. okay, just good. Yeah. Glad, glad it's like that. Wish it could be like that all the time. <laughs> Have we flattened the fucking curve um, yet? Okay. 
Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Do Celeste, do uh, you drive do you drive a lot or do you Uber in LA? Do you but do you pretty much drive everywhere? Yeah, I drive. LA you know, LA is so widespread out that um, I know I find that I have to go sometimes from one side of the city to the other side of the city to the other side of the city in a day quite frequently. So necessary to have a car and it's, it's funny because I tell um I tell people from from out of town I'm like you really have to kind of plan your life around traffic yep <laughs> a little bit true. and know know the roads if you if you do have to go during traffic somewhere like know the roads where you can try and avoid a little bit of it but really it's, it gets unavoidable um, exactly and you know from growing up in LA just how much the traffic has changed. I mean, there used to be a time when you would kind of say to people, "Oh, it's thirty minutes," you know. But now you got to say it's it's an hour minimum, just allow yeah. an hour, you know, for to get anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. The traffic has uh, has definitely gotten worse. <laughs> um, for and sure. Was, I just I remember. I remember there was there was rush hour definitely when I was younger, but um, but yeah, we have seen an increase. Yeah, there was actual a uh, times of the day, but now you can just you just you just assume it's going to be, and you know, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping one of the positive things from this pandemic is a lot of companies I think may allow people to just stay working at home and not have to drive into the office every morning so that may cut down on pollution and traffic so we can only hope but those of us but actors and especially realtors who have to show houses you can't really do well i guess right now there's been a lot of we have a condo for sale out here and it's everything's had to be online and i think they just started letting um you can have one person in the property at a time out here i think to show property so that's kind of opened up again. Yeah, and virtual tours are, or like um, you know, video tours are quite a big thing in the real estate um, industry. I know, like for auditions, self tapes. Um, oh yeah, that's a way. That, yeah. So yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully they do allow more people to work from home, which would cut down more on um, on the pollution. That's one thing that, that. Has, that I do think has been great about the pandemic is the earth is really seeming to kind of in certain clean places up a really, little uh, come back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to tell everyone they can follow you obviously at your, everything on social media is your name at Celeste Fiona and it's F I A N N A everyone C E L E S T E F I A N N A. It has been such a delight to talk to you. First of all, thank you for getting up at the crack of not even the crack of dawn for getting up in the middle of the night, basically in the morning. No, you should be. Thank you for staying up. Is what staying you up, saying. rather. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you stayed up or you got up, but um, oh, we're I'm, just. I'm used to it. <laughs> so don't worry <laughs> at all. It's been a pleasure. Well, it, it was uh, really wish, nice of you, Celeste. So much fun ha- having you. Have a safe, yeah, safe, safe journey so back. And I hope to meet you. Listen, you know, we we would love to have you over at Newman Thomas Management as a client one day. Just I'm just putting my uh, my bids in there right now. But um, anyway, because um, I'm a big oh, fan you. of I'm a big fan of your work. So um, uh, just much continue you. success with the Bay. Have a great safe shoot coming up, and uh, you're welcome to come back anytime on the show. And I, I just wish you all the best. 
Oh, thank you so much. I'd love to. And uh, and yeah, we've got the um, the Emmys tomorrow. So wish us luck on that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I totally actor. forgot. I forgot. Live on CBS. It's <laughs> yeah, virtual, but so, it's going to be on so, CBS. Fingers crossed yeah. for everybody. That's right. Thank you for thank you, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. And um, everyone, <laughs> you can find the Bay on Amazon Prime and a place called Hollywood as well, right, Celeste? Um, that one is, uh, that one will probably be up quite soon. I don't think it's up quite quite soon. Okay. Yeah. Everyone can look for that coming. Absolutely. Well, listen, my dear, great to meet, meet you via the wire and, uh, safe travels. And we, we will, we will see you soon. I hope. Thank you so much. Yes. I hope to see you soon. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much oh. for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thank oh, you, thank Celeste. you, my dear. Bye-bye. Take care. Oh gosh, what a delight! That was Celestiana, so everyone. Oh, Tamara Celeste Garrett on the Bay. Yes, everyone, check out Amazon Prime. Uh, the new season is starting to film now, but season five which is the 10-year anniversary of the Bay, is right now on. I'm so glad you reminded me of the, uh, the daytime Emmys. Um, what they're doing, just FYI, is the only digital, digital categories tomorrow night are for best series. Um, they're going to do a separate uh, virtual Zoom show, Emmy show, just for all the digital categories sometime in July. But it's going to be live on CBS um, hosted by the host of the talk and it'll be virtual kind of like we did, you know, last Friday, but it'll be live on CBS. So that's exciting. Um, But anyway, listen, Ralph, our next guest, I believe is in the green room as they say. Oh, well, right. Wait one second, please. I just wanted to say I'm watching Jack Nathan Harding just texted me. I'm Mm. watching his fucking video. He Mm -hmm. is so fucking hot. He's, he wrote me and said, there's lots of orange in this one. And I am watching it, and it is just like, Jack, thank you for all the orange. His video is so fierce. Okay. It's called When, when, it's called when Daddy Gets Home. When Daddy Gets Home, of, I wonder Speaking what's of daddies, happen. our next guest is a daddy who has candy. That is a line oh. I'm stealing from our next guest. You guys have seen him for many years, and he's still very young. He is an award-winning veteran character actor. He's a stand-up comedian. He's one of the first openly gay stand-up comedians. He's out there still doing it. He has a new series called Smothered. And Ralph, he also has a cameo in the new film Devos, which, of course, our beloved Jason Bernard and Roberto produced. And Jason is in it with Nicole Sullivan and Marissa Jarrett Winokur. So without further ado... Please welcome Mr. Jason Stewart. Hey, guys. Hey there, Jason. So nice to be able to be on the air with you, even though we're not together in the same room, because we're all together, but yet we're alone in this. Exactly. (laughs) Welcome, Jason. There's my, and Ralph, of course, didn't mention that we are co-stars oh, yeah. in a new episode. I think it's the next episode that comes down of the Cro- Coffee House Chronicles. Oh, absolutely. We were just going to wait. We were going to wait unless you, 
let you guys talk about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, I think it was derived from Coffee Date. And Ralph and I, after knowing each other for, I think, around 400 years. Yeah, um, exactly. A.D. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. For as long as the Negroes have been enslaved. Yes, Jason, go ahead. Yes, and yes. From, yes. from when Donna Summer was still on the radio. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't see her much when, anymore. And when she passed out, when she was singing Enough is Enough with our lovely Barbara Streisand. Um, <laughs> but we digress. Yes, we digress. Yes. Well, okay, here's the irony. So, so Jason and I started last fall trying to – my the studio where I do the show normally is like two blocks from his condo in Hollywood. We couldn't pull it together two blocks away. It never happened. Then we he moves to Palm Springs. We both live here. We try to get together. That doesn't happen. We're 10 minutes from each other, probably. Right. Then the pandemic happens. We're now quarantined in the same city, and we still can't get together. And then because JR is such an amazing booker and had nothing else to do, he kept the show so booked that um, we, (laughs) we couldn't find a spot. So lo and behold, here we finally are. Welcome, Jason, because Jason's been on all our different incarnations. We've been on his shows. Uh, we're like family, oh, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're oh, all still you. hanging in totally. here, you know, we're veterans that are just still, we're, we're just rolling with all the changes of Hollywood, whatever they throw at us. We just, we just keep rolling. Well, we're just trying to keep in reinventing ourselves. You know, that's what right. you and I have done. I mean, I met yes. you on the set of a film called, uh, what was it called? Get out, get, get your, get stuff. your, get your stuff in 1999. Right, and we I basically played – somebody had asked me and said, hey, would you play yourself at a party? We're looking for people that are openly gay, which was really hard to find then. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, we did a scene, and I met this guy who was like an ingenue, this like incredibly you – know, this guy. I mean, he was just the sweetest, kindest guy. And, uh, you know, I barely, I barely knew you then. And, mm-hmm. and Jim J – oh, I think Jim J. Bullock told you about Yes, that. Jim J., And yes. he also – he. It's in Palm Springs now. Now it's I mean, one of we're our all here. here. Yes. Well, listen, I mean, and you and Ralph, you and Ralph have known each other through the years of acting. And, you know, we all have the same. Where did we meet, Ralph? I don't have no idea. Oh, I God, Jason. I don't, I have no idea. It's been so long. We, we ran into each other a lot at auditions, various auditions, but I don't remember right. when we actually first met. Plus we have so many, more. plus we have so many mutual friends too. Oh, we're like six degrees of each. If you if you work with me or Ralph, you work with everybody. <laughs> I know it's that's so, true. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so funny, Jason. You know, as J- Jasper said in the introduction for you, you're ubiquitous, and you are. Oh, I'm gonna have non- to look that word up. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so. me too. That, I was gonna act like I didn't know. I, like I knew it. Yeah. Since what is that? Okay. It's, it, it sounds good. I just we'll just go with Gula. it. Okay. Ubiquitous. Oh, and speaking. Speaking of looking up words, Jasper, you were right. Decapitate is only the head. So when oh, I okay. said decapitate, so well, when I said decapitate, <laughs> is that what happens to guests you don't like? I'm yes, I guess now. Oh, Jason, that's so funny. No, because the word decapitate came up earlier in our show, and I tell him, I, tell him how you used it. I said, oh, because oh, because I. I was going to rent a jackhammer, but I decided against <laughs> it because I didn't want to decapitate my ankle. Ankle. And Jasper, 
And Jasper said, um, I think you can only decapitate a head. So, of course, I had to look it up. All right. And, Ms. Yeah, yeah Miss Marples and, had to look it up and make sure <laughs> she was right. And I found out that I was wrong, and I'm big enough to be able to say that, Jasper. Yeah, that might be one of the lessons you learn after your latest incident. Okay? Yeah. Oh, my Thank God. You. Wow. Yeah, okay. Probably, he's gonna yeah, he's uh-huh. gonna go there. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. enough <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough about me. I, this is about Jason Stewart. <laughs> but Jason, anyway, listen. Tell us. I want to hear all about Smothers, your new uh, your well, new series. Well, this is really great. This is a year ago. Uh, Mitch Hare and I were going to work together. Mitch Hare is a performance artist, an actor, a writer. And uh, he had done this one-person play called Mutant Olive, which is so funny, playing this alcoholic, uh, drug addict character who goes through all this stuff to become uh, sober. And he, we had known each other for a million years, but we never really he, – he had been, uh, uh, I guess, cast in a couple of the things that I made, Mentor and Ten Attitudes. And he called me and, and asked me to be in this uh, – I guess it was this, it played this couple that were bickering because he says that we always bicker. And I don't say, I said, we don't always bicker. I said, you know, you're just rude and hateful. And I'm just <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and you're just right. Yeah. Right. And I asked him to be in this. I was trying to do this thing. And I even called you, Ralph. I think you remember about doing this thing about people that were over 50. Mm-hmm. And I was trying oh. to do this idea. I had this idea of, of doing a web series about that. And he, he sort of sexually harassed some of the other guys. So he had to be asked to leave. <laughs> and he says it didn't happen and that Alexander Paul loved it. And I'm telling you, she didn't, but this is what goes on with him and I. So it was so funny that he said, let's do this series of thing and we'll go on YouTube and we'll do this, uh, these guys in therapy. And then we got together and Terry Hanover started to direct us. And we created this series called Smothered about this longtime couple who have been together for a million years who hate each other but can't afford to get divorced. <laughs> and Which is it's true available of so now many couples on, in the world. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, God, yes. Straight or gay, you know what I right. mean? It's not, a, uh, it's not a thing. And we really, the most important, so many people want to do series now, and everybody keeps saying anybody can do it. And when I was in Tangerine, a number of years ago and doing press for that, people kept saying, oh, now anybody can do a movie on a phone and it could look great. I said, no. I said, Sean Baker, who directed the film, the filmmaker, and Chris, and who wrote it, and all the great people, I said, they are brilliant. They're Mm -hmm. so brilliant. And, and, you know, so I said, the first thing we do, I said, it has to be good. We spent a month writing it. We spent a month rehearsing it. And we, we, when we shot the episodes, we gave people extra takes. And the thing that I really want, that, that was one of the things, my first thing I set out to do this, the second thing was, I said, and this is 2018 when we started discussing it, I said, I will not do this unless everybody in the piece who plays our shrinks and other characters are either people of color or LGBTQ or women that were over a certain age or somebody mm. who is a little person or someone who's seven feet tall. And we have all of that in ours. But I love the cachet it. was I did not want to talk about it. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to be an issue in the piece. And that came from my education of being in Birth of a Nation, you know, years before. And, and I wanted the piece to be about what my life is like and the people I know. I don't sit around talking about, you know, the people's color or religion mm-hmm. very much unless it's something – we don't do that as much. We just – we just sort of be, unless there's a problem, certainly we do right. in terms of being right. a part of one another. But I didn't want it to be the episode of. 
And uh, we got some incredible people. We got Erica Irvin from American Horror Story, who's seven feet tall and a trans woman. We got this guy named Poncho Moller, who looks like Peter uh, um, from Game of Thrones, Peter uh, Peter Dinklage. 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 And so I let people think it's him and that we got him. But we got him. Helen Hong from uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, Who else? Uh, Dalila Ali Raja, you guys know her from all the Shonda yes. Rhyme shows. Yeah. Uh, this guy from Broadway that Mitch got, Clint Bowers. He was in Cats. And oh, yeah. uh, we got we got Carol Eda White from Laverne and Shirley to do it. I mean, oh, she just, God. you know, who's like an iconic character actress. And just some really wonderful, wonderful people, you know. And, oh, Scott Krinsky from Chuck, who's gay. Oh, yeah. And, who oh, yeah. Yeah, who, who basically uh, it, it hasn't played gay characters, though his character really wasn't. I, don't, I guess he was gay, yeah. But we never talk about it. He plays our arbitrator in our divorce that sort of <laughs> happens. And yeah, Cl- it's, Clint, Clint Bowers and I were at your screening for Smothered. Oh, did you, do you know Clint? Yeah, I know Clint as well. I used to manage oh, Clint as well. Oh my well. God, this is a tiny yes. little world. When we yeah, went I love Clint. When we went to the bar I, across the street after the screening, Clint and I walked over there together. Oh, I didn't know that. I I, I didn't know that you guys knew each other. You know, he just he, I never met him, and he was this big Broadway kind of guy, and mm-hmm. he was so humble and so sweet. Everybody was so kind, and we had so much fun making it. Though. You know, Mitch drove me completely insane, and I think I had to go into a sanitarium. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Betty Ford let me in, let me out. There was a blindfold. There were other things involved that were scary that I can't talk about. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> if he were Betty here, he Broderick, be talking. yeah. Well, tell Betty everybody Broderick, where yeah. tell tell everyone where they can find where they can see Smothered well, now. This is my I, idea. You guys, yeah, you guys know all about this. So this is my idea. Because when I did like Father, a film that I uh, directed and started uh, with mm. uh, so many wonderful actors, and, and when I did Mentor and everything, I sold it to one person at a time, and then I'd mm-hmm. have it play. And I thought that the thing that always bothered me the most if you had an exclusive deal with somebody is that, you know, not everybody has Hulu. Not everybody has, you know, Roku or whatever channel or whatever platform. So we have it now on YouTube. A month ago, we started showing it to people around uh, 5,000 people, I think, have watched it so far. I think, I think I haven't looked at the numbers recently. But that's on YouTube, which you go to when you put in Smother, Jason Stewart, and Mitch Hara. Or you can just go to my website, which is my name, jasonstewart.com, S-T-U-A-R-T. Click on My Projects, and you'll see it. That's the easiest way. And, oh, or email me, and I'll send it to you. Um, and what's really great is that people have had a chance to laugh. And then yeah. next, in a month, we, we signed with Reverie, which is a very young person's platform who's completely changed their way of doing it now. It's much like Amazon uh, Direct, where you know the artist gets a little bit of percentage every time it's shown in the same way Amazon Direct does. And Amazon Direct has agreed to have us, so that's going to come down in another month. So we just want to have it in a lot of places so as many people could see the work and see the wonderful actors in it, laugh your heads off during these terrible times and and uh and hopefully we can all get another job <laughs> yes absolutely well you're you're amazing because you just keep creating your own product which is what everyone has to do but you really do like you know it seems like if i look at everybody else and i think oh my god they're doing so much more i've got to catch up oh you know, you know no i mean I think that? 
Well, I think every it's human nature. You know, I think it's human nature, and also in this business, you know, we it's easy to get, you know, because we all feel like we just want to keep all busy all the time, you know, and so it's 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 normal. But I want to talk also about your you have a cameo in Devos, this new film that's coming yeah, out. Well, it's not a big part. I just have a cameo, and I play my friend D Vice, who's a casting director, who cast you. me several times. And just one of the most lovely women you'd ever meet in your entire life. Funny as all get out. Plays the ukulele. And she uh, asked me if I would do this part, which was such so nice. You know, boy, isn't it nice to be asked to do stuff? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so wonderful. And and I went in, and they were really sweet. And I said, I have one cachet. I said, I'm supposed to – I play this guy who's a – uh, Scientologists, and they wanted me to sit uh-huh. near the window in the car, and it's about these high school students that want to be in musicals, and I said, you know what, I think I should sit in the middle of the car, <laughs> in the middle of the seat, and, and they ha- all had this conversation. I said, wouldn't it be funny if the guys, I'm always in the way, and I said, it will cause this uh, this little problem, and they were so sweet to let me do that, and we had just a wonderful time doing it. They had a really big premiere. It was really show busy and glitzy at the Chinese theater last year. And it was really a lot of fun. Well, I Ralph, Barry um, Cruz. Ralph, um, device is who did never and, uh, never and again, the film you're exactly. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know. I so, remember. You know, oh God, we're six yeah, degrees of separation. I know. So three she, of us, everybody's well, Jason, worked with all three of us. Jason Bernard and Roberto produced a film called never and again, that my client Denise Boutet starred in and Ralph is in. And, that's how I met Jason, and that's coming on BET in uh, January. And then I started Wonder- managing Jason as an actor as well, and then we just all did a film. In fact, you call- the last time you and I talked, Jason, you called me, and I was on the set in Thousand Oaks. That was on another project that Jason was producing. So see how it's just like six degrees again, six degrees around and around? Yeah, definitely. Well, Definitely. speaking I didn't of even know look, that you were you were involved in that and until you told me the other day, I didn't even know. Um, we have a caller on the line, and I want to welcome her at this time. Is this it's Suze Lanier? Well, it may be. Is this Suze Lanier Bramlett? It is. Shabbat oh, Shalom, Hi. Jason. <laughs> Who's this? Hi. I didn't hear the name. How are you? Um, it's Suze Lanier. Oh, hello, my so, dear. Hi. I've been meaning to call you. You sent me the sweetest message. It said, call me. And and I've been meaning to do that, but I've been in tax hell and pandemic Oh, God. Anyway. uh, Well, I hope you do your taxes. I don't want you to go to jail. Anybody goes to jail. Everybody but Trump goes to jail, so be careful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? God help us. Ralph and and uh, Jasper and I we go way back. <laughs> yes, yes absolutely. Yeah, we go back eleven years, Suze, because Jasper and I just had our eleventh year anniversary at the end of May. Yeah, Are, well, well you're kidding compared to you and me, Ralph. We've known each other since the 1930s, I think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when I were discussing Dorothy Dandridge and what's going to happen with her career. What's going to well, happen think, to her? Well, I well, you used to be my cook, Jason. I think. Yes, um, I did. So, and yes, I, and I was terrible. 
Yeah. I was terrible. You still kept me on, and I was so kind. <laughs> How many days a week could you eat that matzo ball soup? That's all I could make. <laughs> <laughs> and you were so kind, you know, so kind. So kind. <laughs> So, oh, wow. so Suze, Suze, um, how are you doing now with the latest news that the uh, the cases are spiking in California again? Well, I'm not thrilled, but you know, if, <laughs> if, if the assholes would put on some masks, I, I was going to say the same thing, Suze. Wear a mask; it's not a big deal. Well, I went shopping today, and a friend of mine helped me carry because I had so many things I needed to get. Because my mother lives next door, and she's been hoarding things since 1937. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and it's it's really hot here in Palm Springs. You got you know that, Jasper. You know, yeah, it and is. we kept our masks on, and we, we we you know, and everything. And he came to the house, and my mom says, "Don't wear, don't remember, you always wear a mask." And then she comes to the door. I said, "Mom, where's your mask?" And she goes, "Oh my God, I forgot." <laughs> When there, get your mask, put your teeth on, and please wear a bra, at least a sports bra. But I bet you she well, had her high. Did did she have her high heels on, Jason? Oh God, it used to be. I hate to say it. I should lie and stay oh. still. No, but those those high heel days are over. Now oh. it's her, her fluffy her fluffy slippers, her her snap on ponytail, and her cha cha uh, plastic earrings. Listen, <laughs> J- Jason's mother. Is so stylish, and she always rocked these amazing heels, um, and just always dressed to the nines, and really just. Are you? Well, if anybody wants to meet her, when when Ross opens up, she's going to be back because I have forbid her <laughs> to take my entire inheritance and spend it on cheap tops. I mean, one day I'm not kidding, she had a top. I said, "Mom, that top has three arms." She says. I'll make a bow out of it. It was a dollar ninety nine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, oh said, my god! We're in Palm she Springs. sounds Where like are you me. Going? Well, well, then Jason, maybe you could take her. You have to be documenting <laughs> this now that you guys are living <laughs> near each other. Yes. Uh, Jasper, how do you know Jason's says, mother? Well, I just she, he's I, never I just, met her. He knows it through my actions, through videos. I know. Things. Yeah, I only met her briefly one time in a parking lot at Trader Joe's um, with Jason. Yeah, but I, she was everything and more that I had envisioned and that he had uh, already four husbands, talked to. Four husbands, two she married, two she killed. Well, Sue's going to relate to that in a different way. Yeah. Four husbands well, is nothing. <laughs> well, Lucky. Oh, I, well, we, you know, we all are going to work together on something very soon. I, I feel it. We Wouldn't have that to. Be lovely? Yeah. That be lovely? I, I, oh, I would I'm, love that. I'm trying to get Suze to move to Palm Springs, Jason. Um, you should. Yeah. Honey, every, you know, it, it takes the same amount of, it takes 20 minutes less to get here than it does to get to Santa Monica for a commercial audition. Thank you. <laughs> you God know? bless you. That's right. I will never do it's that again. Truth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I tell people it's that, true. but so many friends there. I love my friends there. I really do, you know. And yeah. uh, I, it's a temptation for sure. I, yeah, I but Sue's is in a great place in Calabasas, all, almost right over the hill from Malibu. So it's hard to get. I that know, up, but I there's know. farms there, and you have to, you know, it, it's 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 too far. It's the other way. It's like it's like you're going. I don't know where you're going. It's it, you're going to fall off the side of the earth. <laughs> It's too far. <laughs> Jason, do you feel younger out here? 
Now Honey, I haven't left the house. I feel like I, 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 I feel like I should have a, 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 you know, one of those little braces around my left, like I tried to hold somebody up or something. I'm, but I'm, I'm stuck a, in a house beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, house arrest. I mean, if, you know, if you get this age, you forget certain words like house and arrest. You forget those. I mean, right. I, I, dating is done. My new boyfriend's oh. name is Mr. Porn Hub. That's his name. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, or Grubhub. I had one guy call me. I said, I'm only, I'm only meeting people with a mask at a distance. He says, I said, I'm not having sex. I won't do that. He says, he says, oh, I don't want you to have sex. I just want you to stand in the in the window naked. I said, well, thank you. At least I'm still popular. Um, it's a drive-by, literally. The, the only problem is I'm on the second floor, so you may need a, uh, a, a, a an umbrella. But I, I I don't know if I still have one. Uh, oh my God! It's everything. Well, this is one time I'm I'm thankful I'm I, I'm married. I guess I was going to ask. Well, you guys. Okay, so all three of you. Well, Ralph, you have your mom there, but. How how has it been being single during this time? Just being alone. It's, uh, do you think you think it would have been better? Well, Jason, you have your mom next door also, but so Sue's, I guess like this it. is now, your well, question. I've become that spinster. You know, that's, me and Ralph are the same person. We're that spinster that lives on the end of the block. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the, everybody. That's what I feel like. If I say any more that I live this close to my mom, it's like, you know, I, I just don't want to tell anybody. It makes me seem like I'm just. It, it's over. I, I, I was. I broke. I broke up with a man I was in love with a year and a half ago. An Italian man. He was so sweet. And I had done this this uh, film named named Hank, and I had to gain a couple pounds and I ate 15 pounds and of course I lost 15 well 12 oh 11, my God. seven I lost and and he says to me honey God don't lose too much weight I like you the way you are and I said I'm gonna marry you before Trump has you deported and <laughs> he was so perfect you know but he but he, he he was he was separated from this terrible man and it didn't work out and since then I've been trying to uh pull myself together. So I decided to come to Palm Springs and I would meet somebody great, but now we're in a pandemic and I can't touch anyone. So if anybody wants to date me at a distance, I'm perfect for you. Well, wait, I mean, have you noticed although Palm Springs has reopened and people are, you know, out at the yeah, restaurant? It's, 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 I have to say people here have been really terrific and I don't think people are going full force and they know not to, and people are wearing masks. And I think you, I think you have to be a little careful. You can't just run yeah. out and be everywhere. And uh, oh, you know, yeah. and, no. and I'm still not, not comfortable with the whole restaurant thing. We're myself. not doing any of that mind. either. Uh, maybe outside. But, I was outside at a coffee house, but there weren't that many people. Well, Jason, mm-hmm. how do you feel about returning to a set to work? How would oh, you feel? God. I feel terms more of- comfortable within that than I do about going on stage. Mm-hmm. And doing a play or doing stand-up because that's so uncontrollable, you know. People, yes. you know, whether people are going to masks on a set, you know, you can do your scene. They can do. You can be at a distance. You can take your mask off, then you can put it back on. You can do his coverage, your coverage, or her coverage, whoever. And it's people who don't know how the films are done, but they you you could do that, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, that can work. You could you. If, you guys know that you can be further apart without people really yes. noticing when you're filming and stuff. And, uh, and I think all the other people will be really, uh, you know, very kind to do that. The industry people are usually great. Everybody works together to have this one thing done. I think people are going to be very, very, uh, you know, amenable to this because of what's been going on and we all want to work and we all want to make people feel comfortable. I mean, well, what yeah, about, it's gonna, I think, Jason, 
What about a swab up your nose three times a week? Is that all right with you? I I, I did it for. I had a foot operation uh, six weeks ago, and I, I can, mm. you know, and I had this little thing done, and they had me. It didn't bother me that much, and if I know that that's going to make it safe, then I want to do it. You know, certainly right. it's not like I'm dying to wear a mask or dying to do it. But if I know that I'm going to – God, if I found out that I gave it to somebody and they had a respiratory thing for, and I didn't know that I was that I was a carrier and I didn't know it, I mean, God, yeah. I would feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we have to think of other people. I know. I mean, so the nasal, the nasal swab what, wasn't that uncomfortable for you? No, it wasn't that bad. And mm-hmm. isn't that what's going on today with everything? about the idea of us being more open to having an open world. I mean, Ralph and I have been in, in, in Jasper and I, we've been in this business uh, all together probably over a hundred years. <laughs> you know, I've been in the business over 40 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea that my friends of color are now, you know, going to be considered in a different way, you know, is, is, is yeah, thrilling, you know, that we can it's have exciting. a world of other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and we just want it to be a more more equitable, more equality, more everybody being, you know, now hopefully now would be great if the best actor got the part. When will that, that would be wonderful. Oh, would, God. Would, 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 you know, that we could get to the point where people could just be open to these ideas. Right. right you know, exactly. uh, when I did just, my film, I did, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ralph. Oh, no, Jason, it's your show. Oh, well, when I did a film called uh, that I directed right after I did Birth of a Nation, I did a film called Like Father. And I was asked to do the. It was a short film that I had been in a reading for at the Writers Guild. It was about this sort of Christian, uh, affluent, um, patrician kind of very patrician guy and his son. And his son, he wanted to apologize to his gay son. And I said to him, "Wouldn't wouldn't it be more interesting if the guy was Jewish? Because my father had passed, and I wanted to do a. I wanted to do it as a Polish Jew, but they wouldn't let me. So I said, "Can I do it as a New York Jew?" And he said, yes. And I did the reading and everybody responded so big to it, said, you know, I'd love to make a short film about this. And I, so I added a wife and a son to it. it I mean, the son was there, but I added my wife to it, played by Denise Dowd, who's one of my favorite actresses. Who I you, got, play you, did a play, you did a play with her, too, at the bootleg, which I right, saw. Called, uh, what was it called? Um, I don't remember. We saw it. Ralph, didn't we see Above it together? Above the line. Above the line. I'm looking yeah, at Yeah, you and I went office. together. Yes, yes, above the line, and she's black. So I thought, oh, so what? Wouldn't that be interesting? Wouldn't a Jewish and black man get together, you know, years and years, especially in the 70s, and got married and had a kid? And then, then the kid, I, I'd seen this guy, Nick uh, Few, and I thought he was such a great actor. I thought, wouldn't he be great to play my son? And he, Denise is more light-skinned, and he was more dark-skinned. And people said, how did that happen? I said, well, who knows, but who cares how it happened? Right. It right. We don't have to. We don't have to explain it. We shouldn't have to explain it. No. You know? I mean, you put something in a petri dish, you mix it up, and you never know what it's going to come out. And I'm sure, Ralph, that you've had people in your family of all different colors, shades, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people have had that, right? We Absolutely. all actually. I mean, I'm Jewish. And I, I was a blonde. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Sue's recently um, had an experience. You want a quick? We only have about three minutes, guys, but. Suze, you, um, you found out through Quickly, Ancestry. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That's 23 and me. Turns out my great-great-great-grandmother was an African slave from Africa. And I have met umpteen black cousins now. One I just love to death. So I'm so excited about my new What about the rest Yay. of them? You don't like the rest of them? What happened? <laughs> 
Well, and actually, no, but we have to start co- thinking more like that, don't we? That right. we all have that we're we have to start changing that reality of who yeah. we can cast in what. And it's the same thing for openly gay characters, for openly gay men who, you know, I, you know, I, I, we've all done things with a different, you you play villains a lot, uh, Jasper, you, and really, really bad, terrible guys sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, and I yeah. kind of took my lead from you and I tried because I saw how well you were, I said, God, I should play some well, terrible you. people. <laughs> you know, and I, and I started, to, you know, because those are roles that we could play with. They don't care what you are. No, exactly. You're not a a romantic lead or anything, right? Right. Right. So I Uh took a lead from you, and I went. You know, I thought, man, this is an opening that I could get into, and and then and then on the same thing, why can't a lawyer be a feminine guy, or why can't Mm -hmm. a doctor be a feminine guy? Absolutely. You know why? To that, yeah. Why why are you stuck playing just one? You know, the 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 snappy best friend or the hairstylist? You know, not yeah. You you know, what are you waiting forever for that? hairdresser that great hairdresser wall he laughs he cries he teases your hair it doesn't happen you know exactly well to that point guys i just wanted to remind everyone about the 47th annual daytime emmy awards tomorrow 5 p.m pacific time on cbs because jasper and i have hosted a number of people who are going to be part of that ceremony and we including jasper with bronx siu and dan garcia and jr rosenberg so i just wanted to get that in before the show End it. Thank you. And so everyone, I want to. Where can we see? Um, it's going to be live it's, on CBS. Um, but they're doing it, you know, virtual. But the the talk sh- the the talk hosts are hosting it. But it'll be just like a. I think it's eight o'clock tomorrow night on CBS. But eight I want to let Eastern everyone. Time. Um, Jason is, is at it seven or uh, eight o'clock. Uh, it's eight five o'clock. o'clock. It's five o'clock Pacific. Eight Pacific. o'clock Eastern. Yeah, oh, but everyone, I want everyone to know you, they can follow Jason at uh, Jason Stewart on Twitter and the Jason Stewart on Instagram. Suze Lanier, you have your website. No, yeah. just uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Okay, well, listen, guys, we only have and ten seconds. Jason, Suze, thank you so much. We're going to get. Thank you so much, everyone. Just go to jasonstewart.com, S-T-U-A-R-T, and you can find everything. I love you all more than life Love you itself, guys. I hope to see you in person. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ralph, Thank you. Love you. Bye, Suze. Take care, guys. We'll you. see you soon. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.